It's time for another episode of Sink or Swim, the podcast that helps you keep afloat in the sea of business marketing options. Learn what other business owners are doing to keep their businesses thriving and growing and what almost sunk their ship. Join the voyage as Red Canoe Media owner Will Hankey and his daughter Amber wade through the waters to get you the booty you deserve. Wow, that was a lot of nautical references in three sentences. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sink or Swim. My name is Will Hankey, and with me, as always, is Amber. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Are you uh, Are you enjoying this winter, or what's going on in your world uh, around this weather? I know that you're doing a lot of disc golfing, which you call frothing. Yes. So... Tell me about that. Um, Well, I just started doing it because I needed a hobby and I'm not very good, but it's a (laughs) lot of fun and it gets really cold super fast. So it's hard to like, you have to make sure that your hands are warm. So I'm always having to get those um, hot pockets or what are those called? Oh, yeah, the hand warmer things? Yeah, so that helps, but it doesn't help my feet. So it's been cold, but I've been uh, doing pretty good at it, and it's nice to get out in nature. Yeah, is it easier in the winter when there's less leaves and stuff in the way? Um, I think so, because there's not as many, like you said, leaves and bushes and stuff, and it makes it easier if you do throw it into a pile of bushes like I normally do. So <laughs> in the summer, it's going to be hard to find the discs that I throw in the piles. Yeah. So I have two questions. One is, are most of the disc golfing courses, do they go through the woods? And then my second question unrelated to that is don't you need, do you have to have different Frisbees for different things that you're doing? Yeah. So most of them are in the woods. Um, Some of them, they go through like fields and then you go into the woods, like half of the course is open and it makes you all confident. And then you get in the woods and you hit 15 trees. And yeah, there are all different types of discs that I'm just now learning about. Okay. Well, that sounds fun. I'm glad you're enjoying that. Yeah, it's been fun, and I love getting out and getting in nature, so boosts my mood. Yeah, yeah, well, that's great. Well, good. I'm glad you're liking it. So, well, let's get into our our, uh, our podcast today. We've got uh, Nancy Fairneck on the call today. Nancy, how are you? I'm fantastic, Will. How are you? I'm doing great. So um, Nancy is a psychic medium. So we're really kind of, we're branching out with our, uh, away from our plumbers and our electricians into something really fun today. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, We've got some great questions that I'm going to, I'm going to ask Nancy uh, that people are always thinking about. So we'll get to some of those. Um, So Nancy, why don't you go ahead and give us your company name and a two minute elevator pitch about your business? Um, my business name is Nancy the Psychic. I am a psychic medium. I bring spirit to life and healing to people's hearts. Well, that was quick and easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And how long have you been doing uh, the psychic medium stuff? I stepped out doing this as a career in 2012. Okay. So you're, what's that, seven years, seven years. right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And how is business going so far? It's, it's phenomenal. It's fantastic. Oh, that's great. Nancy, what got you into the medium profession? 
Um, you know, it, it chose me. I didn't choose it. Um, I, I was always a psychic. I always knew things and felt things about people. And eventually I realized that I was different than most. I thought everybody was like me. Oh. And I was a banker. And eventually when I walked into the bank, I knew I no longer fit. Hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, that's interesting. I think a lot of business owners are kind of that way. At some point, there's something that's tugging at them. And mm-hmm. it, might, it might be when they're five years old, or it might not be until they're 20 or 50 or whatever, you know. Uh, Colonel Sanders, I think, was like that. He didn't get, you know, successful until he was in his 60s, I think. Mm-hmm. So, uh, very interesting. So let's let's jump in. And before we get into the marketing side of it, let's talk about some of the questions that people always ask you. Okay. Does that sound good? Uh, number one, how do you handle a skeptic? You know, a skeptic is fun. All it takes is an open mind. So if you're skeptical and you think, um, I don't uh, don't think she can do this, but I'll give her half a shot, that's all it's going to take. You know, I say I'm not here to convince anybody. So all I need is an open mind and half a shot, and I can read you. Now, this is a funny <laughs> question. Do you walk around seeing dead people all the time? Um, I choose not to, but I could. Um, I I am blessed to have have mastered my gift that I can turn it on and turn it off. So I turn it on when I want to communicate with the other side. I turn it off when I don't, and they are very respectful of that. And what if you can't read me? If if you asked me to read you and I couldn't do it, um, what I tell people is it works two ways. Um, the medium side, which is communicating with your loved ones, within about 10 minutes, if I'm not connecting, I will stop the session and we'll agree that we'll stop it. Um, as a psychic, if I can't connect with you in, either, in that capacity, I won't charge you for the reading because I've not done my job. Okay, interesting. Um, here's another one. Do you consider this to be the work of the devil? Absolutely not. It's a God-given gift. Where else would it come from? Hmm. Uh, it, it's um, I, I don't argue with people and I don't get into religious religious views because I'm, I don't do organized religion, but I'm very spiritual. And I know that I bring healing to people that others, people that need healing, I bring it to them. Yeah. So it's, it's got to be a God given gift. Yeah. How does that tie back to the first question? How do you handle a skeptic? I, I can assume they're, they're pretty closely related. Um, you know, I usually will tell them kind of the same thing. I'm not here to argue what I do. I'm not here to convince anybody. Um, I don't, I don't do a lot of advertising. People find me. Um, so they're usually, I don't deal with a lot of cynics are the worst and they are the ones that are just totally against it. No matter what you say, they're not going to validate it. Um, but most people find when I communicate with them, when they come to see me, I tell them where, however you look at it, whether it's God, universe or spirit, that's how I'm guided. And it's always for the higher good of my of the person and the spirit that I'm dealing with. Okay. All right. And my favorite question <laughs> out of all of these, what am I thinking right now? <laughs> so that's funny because I get that a lot. I tell people I am not a mind reader. I cannot tell you what color your underwear are or what color your car is right. or even careers. I don't pick them up, but I'm a soul reader. So I connect with your soul. So I connect with a very deep level of what's going on in your life and not necessarily what you're thinking. Interesting. Well, those are fun. I, I enjoy doing that. Uh, let's let's switch gears a little bit and okay. we'll talk a little bit about marketing. This is a marketing podcast after all. Uh, uh, so when you first started your business, what would you say, 2012? Yes. Uh, did you have a marketing plan? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, I kind of went on a wing and a prayer. I, I made business cards. 
I, I made them and I even printed them on my own little cards at home. Uh, and I started doing county fairs and word of mouth. Okay. I, I didn't have a real plan on, on getting out into the internet or yellow pages or how I was going to get, how I was going to get people in. Yeah. Except for word of mouth. Okay. Were there any books that you picked up or uh, how did you kind of get started, uh, especially generating business? I will tell you, I printed business cards and then I went online and went through a company and printed them and I would give them out everywhere. And I opened books because I went to the library and would stick that would go to the metaphysical department and I would stick my business cards in the metaphysical books, ah. like bookmarks for people. <laughs> and I would give my business cards out anywhere I went. If I went to a restaurant with the tip, I left a business card. If I went to the dentist office, it's like, by the way, wow. I'll leave you one of my business cards. I gave them to everyone that would open their hand. And do you still do that? I still do that. Oh, that's interesting because I think a lot of business owners, you know, when we start, we're gung-ho and we got we to gotta generate some dollars or else we're going to drown. You know, but as we as we kind of get along, I think a lot of people lose that uh just, just that thinking of, of generating and hustling, I guess, is a good word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what was your first marketing win? And did you do it on purpose or was it something you just stumbled upon? My first marketing win, I probably stumbled upon it. Um, I did a I did a Facebook page and made a, a business Facebook page and that got a little bit of attention. And then I built a word, a, a web page through a do it yourself website. Okay. And so were you, did you put that on your business card to send people to your website or how did that play into the mix? Uh, you know, I don't, I did, I did put, I didn't use the Facebook, but I did put my website on my business card for people Okay, and would tell them, go to my website. You can find out more information. Interesting. And on the Facebook side, uh, you just built the page because everybody has to have a Facebook page for their business. Correct. Uh, and did you start putting content out there or running ads or anything like that? I run very few ads. Um, I, I usually put content and I will have to admit I'm not the best at staying consistent like every day. Um, but I try to post at least, I shoot for twice a week. Okay. Um, and it's whether it's a, you know, whether it's an inspirational thing or a pick a card or something funny, just a little bit. I, I kind of mix it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, I know the answer to some of these next questions, so you'll have to forgive me. Uh, are you doing any SEO right now? Yes, I am. Okay. And you do most of that on your own, correct? 95% um, of it with the help of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Nancy, uh, full disclosure, Nancy's been to a couple of my classes, uh, and she is one of the few people that actually comes to a class and then takes action, which kind of always blows me away that, that people take all these notes and don't do anything with it. Uh, but I, I've seen uh, I've seen some of your your SEO work and it's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. So what about um, we talked about Facebook kind of paid ads, like I guess maybe you're doing like boost posts every once in a while, something along those lines. Mm -hmm, I do once in a while. OK. What about Google ads, pay-per-click type stuff? I did at first. Um, I did, and I would do, <clears throat> excuse me, some of the Google ads pay per click um, to kind of help boost my business, and and it was successful. Okay. I, I feel it was a reasonable thing. It's not, you know, I liked Google ads because you can set an amount you can spend. And, and quite honestly, you know, we don't have a, when you're talking budget and money and you're self-employed, 
Right. But, you know, budgeting dollars have to count. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think one of the great things about Google AdWords is that kind of once it's set up, if you've tweaked it well enough, then it can, it can work on its own. And if it mm-hmm. starts to get slow, you know, you just turn it on and, and you can almost make the phone start ringing pretty quickly. Absolutely. Yeah. What about blogging? Are you doing any of that right now? I will tell you, I had been the world's worst <laughs> blogger, <laughs> even knowing that it was the way to the way to do it. <clears throat> and one of the things was coming up with ideas, <clears throat> excuse me, coming up with ideas on what to blog about and having to have 300 words seemed overwhelming. Um, but I would do it very sporadically. And after speaking with you at one of your workshops and learning that if you're going to blog, do it on a certain day commit to it right and so I that work last workshop you did I committed to doing it one one blog a month and and I may be need to do more but I've committed to doing it one day a month and I put it out on one on the same day every month and I've done it consistently since your workshop oh that's fantastic uh, that's really good that's fantastic congratulations thank so you is there any other online uh, advertising that you're doing? You know, are there any industry-specific websites or anything like that that you're doing? Um, I, you know, I, I don't do any other advertising, but I have done my research in the past uh, of the of, of market. Where are people looking? If they're looking for a psychic medium, where are they going? Yeah. Um, so I've done some of my own research of Googling. If I were looking for a psychic medium, what 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 would what sites would I go to? So I have made sure that I have done my research on on the website. So I am on quite a few of the top oh, wow. ten psychics of St. Louis. Got it. Um, best psychics through through some of the well-known mediums and psychics um and so and it doesn't most of which don't cost anything yeah and you can put your information out there and i do get i do generate business from that that's pretty smart i mean it's almost um it's similar to uh amber what what you and i do around building citations Mm -hmm. i guess for businesses uh just you know link building mentions of your business on other websites that are related I think it's a fantastic strategy. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's a cheap strategy too. Absolutely. <laughs> Nancy, what offline marketing efforts are working for you right now? Um, I will tell you, I am definitely doing more of the Google posting where you have your Google business. Mm-hmm. My Google business is completely filled out 100%. When they sent a thing saying, let's update if you're a woman business or a veteran, I did it. And I have now I they will remind me your ad your your recent post is about to expire. So I throw something out there. Okay. And 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 I feel that helps because I am getting views and I'm getting clicks and it's not costing me anything. Yeah. So that's tied to your Google My Business account. And it but I always put the learn more and click it to my website. Yeah, yeah, that's really smart. So that what what happens there is you show up in the map listings. So when somebody's yes. typing in, for for instance, Psychic St. Louis, you actually show up in the map listings and, and the post, I believe the post actually shows up in that, that little snippet as well. Yeah. So I'll put something inspirational or if I have a contest going or I did a Facebook live for my first time about two weeks ago oh. and I, and I had put that on the Google post, you know, tune in for Facebook live. And again, it, it doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. Yeah. What about um, other offline techniques like uh, billboards, uh, TV, radio, anything of those along those lines? I thought about billboards, but I have to laugh at the idea of having my name up on a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have done. I've been on. I've been on all the 
all the major networks in St. Louis as far as the news programs, um, 2, 4, 5, 11. Um, when they have, especially it seems like between Halloween is a big time. Okay. Um, but, but I have also been on for different, like um, they did The Ghost. The Ghost came to Peabody, the movie. And they did a live event. And so I was interviewed by all of the radio stations. And I, and I have read all the, all the anchors. Um, and so that's very helpful because that gets, again, that's exposure. It doesn't cost anything and it does generate business. Yeah, that's really good. So do they typically reach out to you um, maybe because of your SEO efforts or, or is it because you built relationships and or both? I believe it's both, but I will tell you, I believe it's originally because of my SEO because I rank high on Google. Um, my, my name, you know, I, I remember you saying, where do you hide a dead body? I'm on the second page of Google. <laughs> <laughs> I've never forgotten that. So I can so I keep my page well maintained. They will find me and reach out to me and then I continue the relationship. Excellent. Well, I'd love to take credit for that saying, but I heard it somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> but it is a really good one. Um, so Nancy, how much time per week do you spend specifically on the marketing side of your business? I will tell you, um, not a lot, but it had, but I have built to, by doing this for the years that I've done it, um, I will tell you, I feel like my, my website's working. So I tend to let it and not, and try not to do a whole lot of changes with it. Um, but I do Monday is my, my admin day is what I call it. That's my day where I'm going to do my, all of my business and take care of everything from the week before that includes my website, my marketing, um, maybe, maybe. You know, I might work four hours on that day and a couple hours of that being toward marketing. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I, I think that's a great way for a lot of business. I do the same thing on Mondays. Uh, Monday is typically my work on my business day. Uh, yes. And whether that's fixing the website or building a funnel or whatever it happens to be, uh, maybe it's just building some ads. But uh, I think that's a great thing. If if you can handle, you know, working four days a week, still generate enough income, uh, then I think it's a great way to go. Yes. What marketing trends or tactics do you see other businesses doing that you wish you could take advantage of? The social media end of like inst- Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm not well versed in Instagram. A lot of people are using Instagram. And I'm going to say it seems like as much, if not more than Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not well versed in Instagram. So I would like to do that more because I think that's a, I think there's a benefit to it. Yeah. I've probably had three conversations this week with business owners, uh, specifically around Instagram and mm-hmm. marketing on that platform. I'll tell you something I learned the hard way, not checking on my way where things are running great. Business is booming. Um, everything's running like clockwork. So I don't look at my website and, and, and I may have reached out to you one time when I did look and it's like, what's happened? My pictures are gone. There's changes here. Um, I was not, I learned the hard way of not checking into it regularly to make sure my plugins are current, that the information is still valid and that things aren't disappearing on me. Yeah, especially when uh, WordPress makes updates to things and, and some of these websites automatically update. And yeah, you might not realize that it broke a bunch of stuff. That's yes. Um, Nancy, what is your average demographic as far as uh, who comes to see you? Um, average is women. Um, and I will say age 30 to 60. 
I do a lot of, I, I'm known as a St. Louis psychic medium, but I'm truly an international. And I'm known as a St. Louis psychic because I have an office um, and a lot of people like in person. So I do, the majority of my work is in person and it's women age 30 to 60. Um, I do have some men that is the, the, the minority, but they are the most loyal. Oh, interesting. Amber, what is the, uh, what is the demographics on, on uh, Instagram? Is it, is it? female 30 is that fit yeah that fit yeah i i think it's a, a good opportunity for you nancy mm-hmm. um okay let's switch gears and talk a little bit about your competition uh, okay. what kind of marketing do you see them doing that's cool or uncool the instagram is one and the being much more involved in their in their facebook posting and their boosting i, I see my competition where they some of which I'm friends with, I, you know, it's a small industry as far as that I feel. And boy, they're out there and they're posting every day. Okay. And, and I'm not. Okay. So most of the things that you see them doing are, are online methods that, that are probably generating a little bit more revenue for them. Yes. And it just comes down to time, I guess, how much, how much stuff can you get done, right? <laughs> right. I, you know, yeah, I say I'm, I'm a one-man band. And so to be able to do the work, do the back work and do everything, you only have so much time to commit. But I I would like to commit more to doing bigger things and more of Facebook, more Instagram, more consistently and regularly. I think that benefits. Sure. I agree. Yeah. um, What has been your biggest challenge landing customers? Um, Offhand, I don't know what it what the challenge is. Um, I, I'm pretty upfront with the price of my service. And okay, the, the biggest right now, honestly, is my wait list. My bookings are out into July. Oh, wow. So so we have a, I have a wait list and a cancellation list. Um, people want a reading, they want it now. You know, they want it in a week. They don't want to know that they can't see me till July. So that seems to be my biggest challenge. And I believe some of that has to do with my website and, and the ability to schedule for themselves online. Uh, yeah. And so making it easy for people to make an appointment, I book out faster or farther. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, we're definitely in the um, I need it now society, especially with um, things like messenger bots and stuff like that, where businesses, you know, where people could just jump on and, and ask a question of a business and get an answer immediately. Yes. Uh, and part of that is um, Amber's fault because, you know, the millennial generation there, they, they want those answers now. Right? They want it now. <laughs> Absolutely. Amber, it's your fault for being born. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'll blame it on you. Yeah, not really. Okay. <laughs> um, Nancy, what, what is uh, or what was your worst marketing idea, the one that almost sunk your ship? I don't know if I've had one. Okay. Uh, probably my worst situation is, it, again, it goes back to my website and not keeping it current and updated, not 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 babysitting it, thinking everything's running smooth. Um, I kind of rode the wave is what I said, yeah. um, where everything was running smooth, the phone's ringing, appointments are being booked, uh, money's flowing in, everything's going great. So I'm not paying attention to to the back end of my website. Hmm. Nancy, if money were no object, what is the craziest marketing sound you'd like to launch? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, money, no object. Uh, wow. 
money no object and the greatest marketing stunt? Gosh, I, I hadn't. I, that's a good question. I would probably do something live and big, um, and I'd probably gear it around St. Louis. Um, something, something that maybe, maybe video doing a live reading um, for someone that that you know a news anchor or someone that's known around the arch around the St. Louis area. Um, do a big group of people and have it recorded, and have that played on television or on the internet where people could see for themselves how it works. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think the, the live experience is probably does a lot for the marketing side right. of your business as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Very good. Um, Nancy, if people want to learn more about your business, where can they go? They can, they can look at my website. It's nancythepsychic.com. They can find me on Facebook. It's Nancy the Psychic. I will tell you, let me back up for a moment. You'd ask a question, the worst marketing. My Originally, my business was Readings by Nancy Ferronic. No one could find me because they couldn't spell my last name. <laughs> so Nancy the Psychic is where people can find me. Okay, so it was a branding uh, thing that you changed. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Interesting. I made it simple. Yeah. You know, I always tell people I have something called the phone test for domains. Uh, If you can pick up the phone and call your mom and say, go to this website, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah dot com and hang up the phone. If mom can get to that website without asking more questions, I think that's a good thing. Right. So, yes, yes, absolutely. So I think that fits perfectly into your last name. It's not your fault, but there's going to be all kinds of misspellings. And that's a business opportunity. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Good move. I like that. Very good. Well, Nancy, thank you so much for being on the show today. We uh, we enjoyed some of the fun questions along with the marketing things that you've uh, told us about. I love the idea of, of taking a day to work on your business. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. And uh, I appreciate your time. Thank you. And thank you for having me. And, and thank you for all the help that you've been. Yeah, no problem at all. Thank you very much. You guys have a wonderful day. You too. You've been listening to the Sink or Swim podcast, where business owners share their marketing successes and failures. Please leave us a review on iTunes and get all of our show notes at redcanoemedia.com slash SOS.